Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, today is Tuesday, and we have Tom and Carl here again. And so, Carl, thanks for um, for saying yes again. I know I said that to you yeah, yesterday, but thanks once again for being willing to do this with me this week. Um, before we focus on the next two Beatitudes in um, Matthew chapter 5, um, first of all, we have to get the Thor thing out of the way. Okay, so here we go. So you're two for two. All right. right. You're two for two. Right. Two for two. So far, you're an expert on Thor. Uh, oh, this one you should probably get. Okay. The god Thor had a massive... Hammer. Oh, crossbow, hammer, or sword. <laughs> yes, hammer. You are three for three. All right. Here we go. Um, Vikings wore hammer-shaped jewelry to show that they weren't blank, that they weren't Christians, cowards, farmers... Vikings wore hammer-shaped jewelry to show that they weren't Christians, cowards, or farmers. Mm. I know. Well, the time when they were wearing those, I know it's the hammer of Thor. I know exactly the symbol you're okay. you're talking about. And I know that they were pagan, so I'm probably going to say to show that they weren't Christians. That is correct. Look at you. Bunch of pagans. Carl Thorwall. Okay, <laughs> you are four for four on on the God Thor. Oh, you're you're doing well. You're doing very well. All right. So anyway, Tuesday we love to hear um, kind of a God story from our um, from our guests. Whether it's something that God has done in the past, something that God is doing recently, um, kind of a yay God story or a challenge from God story. So I'm going to throw it over to Carl. Um, what God been doing? Uh, he's been pretty busy. Yeah? Pretty busy. Yep. Um, the two big things have happened this past fall. Okay. And uh, both of those have had a pretty profound impact on life. Um, and even though I mentioned that I graduated law school, that really isn't, you know, eh. that's not one of them. That's not one. Okay. Okay. So other things. I, um, in September, I actually lost a a very good friend and mentor of mine. And that has been a pretty big challenge in life season of mourning. Um, so to feel that mourning that we read about yesterday, you know, and, and to kind of feel that, um, that has brought perspective and kind of opened some doors and taught some lessons on some things and kind of been a, a series, uh, uh, process of grieving and mourning and then of growth out of that to try and, you know, learn how to kind of move on, so to speak, but not, not forget and kind of be supportive and open. So that's been an area where God has been working and challenging me is, you know, finding, you know, the the want to continue to build relationships. Mm. When you work hard to put time and effort into a relationship and then it goes away, you kind of say, mm, that hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> that hurt. So Lots of questions, I'm guessing. Yep. yep. And so that's an area that, 
has been challenged recently. Okay. And then that was followed up two months later with the birth of my new baby oh, girl. Right, Eleanor. And so you go from one end of the spectrum to the absolute other end of the right. spectrum. Joy. And complete and total joy. And she's mm. just absolutely beautiful and a complete and total gift from God. Mm. And so that's been, you know, quite the difference of spectrum there. And she's been teaching, you know, God's been teaching through her, you know, me patience and (laughs) how to, how to cope with lack of sleep and change of routine. And, and, you know, I blessings to, to Jess as she does a lot more of the lack of sleep than I do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's been an absolute blessing, but quite the change in life. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think there's a verse in Job. I think it's Job that says this. He says something like, um, the Lord has given, the Lord has taken away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. So I, I think I think I hear you saying that, right? The Lord mm-hmm. took away, mm-hmm. right? A good friend, a good companion, a good mentor, but the Lord gave too, right? Mm-hmm. Through Eleanor. And, um, and it sounds like through both of those situations, you're still saying, blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a good, good father Yep, through it all. Yes. Cool. Thank you for sharing that because, yes, the Christian life is not always just like, yay and joy and happiness. No, there are tough nope. times. It right? is. There are tough times that we have to struggle with um, during the journey. So thank you for saying that. All right. So we are in the um, Sermon on the Mount. Yesterday we talked about um, – kind of what we thought or what other people we had read about thought, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, what that meant, and blessed are those who mourn and what that meant. And again, we just were focusing on these values that Jesus is giving his followers um, to kind of show that, you know what, you belong to my kingdom and my kingdom is different than any worldly kingdom. So, um, Carl, could you read um, the two Beatitudes for today? Yeah, we're in uh, Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Mm -hmm. Short, but here we have two more things, right, that the Mm -hmm. Lord desires of us, right? Jesus wants us to be meek, obviously, and he wants us to be people who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Now, this whole idea of being meek, now before we push record, you know, we had said it. it's not like just what do we say? It's not just like it's not weak. <laughs> it's not weak, right? It's yeah. just not like like just roll over and let people do whatever they want to you, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. not that's not what Jesus means by by me because he wants us to be meek. And a, a place where I landed on is um, again one of the commentators that I was reading about talked about um, an animal that has learned to accept control. So you think of a horse. Right. At first, a horse does not want to be controlled, but eventually a horse, you know, with the training, right, um, does learn to accept control. And th- so this author that I was reading about um, was saying that that's sort of like meekness, right? And, and, and in our Christian life, it's sort of like we live a God-controlled life. It, it's like it's not up to us anymore. I'm not living for me. I'm not living for I, right? I, I, I am choosing to live a God-controlled life. I'm not going to control my life. I'm going to let God control my life. And I thought that was an interesting perspective on what it means to be meek. Kind of like Jesus take the wheel. Kind of, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. I don't, where, did, where did you land when, when you thought a little bit or read a little bit about being meek? You know, I, I did a little bit of homework before coming here, and, and this, this verse here mimics a psalm, Psalm 37, 11. Okay. Um, and it says, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Oh. And so, you know, it, it's, you know, I think here Jesus is reciting a component of a psalm um, and kind of reaffirming that as a component or a trait or a value that's important to him. Um, and I think the, the meek element, I think, is exactly as you've kind of, you know, set forth in that. It's a feeling that, you know, God is in control here and we will, you know, worship and obey the Lord and, right. and kind of, you know, it, if we do that, we'll be blessed with an inheritance of the earth, right. you know. Yeah. Now, um, how opposite, of, I think, of what the Jews that were listening probably thought their Messiah was going to be, right? Because I didn't, many of them think that their Messiah was going to come and... He was going to be um, powerful and aggressive, right, and get rid of the Roman government, you know, and we're going to take over and make this Jewish kingdom of our own here on earth. And I think, you know, that didn't go along with meekness. No. And later on when Jesus came riding in his life, when Jesus came riding into Jerusalem on a donkey, I mean, what? what? (laughs) Shouldn't he be riding in on like a big white horse or something, you know? I mean, so this like I think kind of threw them for a loop. You know, you mean we're supposed to be meek? But Mm -hmm. yeah, I know. Something totally opposite from what from what these guys were thinking about. Um, how about how about blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness? Now I know we all hunger, right? Mm-hmm. We love to fulfill our hunger with food, right? Some good food, pizzas or burritos or whatever, and we all thirst, right? We we love to drink our water, and we like to drink our other beverages and whatever. But this is different, obviously. This yeah. is a different kind of hunger and thirst, so. What do you land on here for this one? You know, I think the big, it kind of reminds me of the pursuit of, you know, you hear that term, particularly in the the founding documents of the country, you know, the pursuit of happiness or the pursuit of whatever, you know, and and I kind of think that, you know, hungering and thirsting is that want or that pursuit of, you know, righteousness. And I don't see righteousness here as being the negative type of righteous that you almost think of with, you know, piousness or something that's, you know, looked down on. To me, it looks more towards, you know, someone who is truly seeking to do the right thing Mm. at, at each turn of the way. You know, every time they're faced with a decision, they look at, you know, what would Jesus do here or what sh- what does the Bible tell me to do here? How should I approach this with kindness and love and care and concern um, given this situation? And I think that's kind of the pursuit that's, um, you know, considered here. And again, that made me think of the, um, I think there's, I don't know what psalm it's in, but isn't there a verse that says something like, as the deer pants for water so my soul pants after you oh lord i don't know if Mm -hmm. i said that quite right that's kind of what you're talking about right that Mm -hmm. pursuit of i want to do i want to do what the lord wants me to do i want to i want to be like jesus i want to do the things he did right Mm -hmm. and in contrast of course you have the pharisees yeah back during jesus time they were doing like what what you said a little a few moments ago you know like that that was the wrong kind of pursuit that was like the piousness yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. right it was all for the looks Mm mm-hmm 
look at me, <laughs> right? I'm just doing the right thing and I'm dressed the right way and I'm doing everything and following all these yep. laws and that's not what Jesus wants. No, I, I, again, I think it comes back to Jesus is establishing a value-based kind of um, approach as opposed to a statutory one where it's, here's a list of rules and laws and, you know, follow these and you'll be right. I, I don't think that's the righteousness no, exactly. he's, he's pursuing here. Right. It's, you know make good decisions and pursue actual true righteousness, which, you know, requires a different outlook and a different experience. Which makes me think too, like, so if we want to be people who hunger and thirst for righteousness, righteousness, then we better put ourselves in situations where we are um, being fed that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So whether it's in like, you know, coming together on a Sunday morning with 200 people, you know, or whether it's, um, being a part of a missional community with a smaller group of people or whether it's having devotions around the table with just your family or whether it's you just by yourself, you know, just having spending some time with God. We have to put ourselves in, right, situations where we can be fed and where we can be, yep, fill our thirst, right, for that righteousness. You know, I, I think the last few words of that verse is, you know, for they will be filled. Mm. You know, if if you pursue righteousness in the Lord, he'll, you know, satisfy that hunger right. and he'll exactly. satisfy that thirst. Right. You know, you'll, you'll get to eat and drink. Yes, exactly. Um, so listeners, as you go into your um, Tuesday, um, you know, may your, may your desire for the day be to be meek and to be people who hunger and thirst after that true righteousness, um, that only Jesus can that, that only Jesus can do for us. Um, that's my desire for my life. I'm sure that's Carl's desire for his life, and we just pray that, that is a desire for your life too to be meek and to be people who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So blessings on your Tuesday. We will see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.